to Batting Around. It's Batting Around. It's Baseball Podcast. I am your co-host, Jane Austen, with me, as always, is Lauren. I'm Lauren. Whoa. We'll come back around to that in a second. And Steven. Yo. What's going on, Lauren? Well, I, I, I mildly changed my inflection, and this is cause for concern. Yeah. <laughs> yes. It you was sounded like you sounded like someone just kicked your dog. Yeah, it wasn't like oh, like oh, a little change in inflection. It was like Eeyore shit. Like, well, I'm I'm sorry, I'm not perky enough for you, Jane. <laughs> I ask you for one hour a week <laughs> where you where you don't where you don't act like this. Come on, come on. <laughs> Uh, and we have a guest. A guest that uh, we've we've talked about for a, getting for a long time. We we wanted to add him on for a long time. Mm-hmm. It's uh, uh, famous famous Mets Twitter personality Richard Staff. How's it going, Richard? Hello. Uh, I'm sorry. It appears that about 30 seconds into my appearance, the chemistry of this podcast has fallen apart. That's not you. That's that. This is a, a long simmering Metzian. Yeah. Yeah. They've been, they've been trying to, they've been trying to slowly make this a Mets podcast. And, uh, I, is that I, a problem? I think I've, I think I, Oh, you bet your ass. It's a problem. Jesus God. <laughs> no, um, I'm, I'm embracing it. I actually decided this week that I, I am pro turning this into a Mets podcast. Yeah, not just so. because you're on here, Richard, but because they're a genuinely very good team right now. Yeah. They're fun. Quite fun, at least until like one of their pitchers gets hurt. But, you know, maybe maybe that won't happen until November. Yeah, we have to enjoy these little bursts of happiness that we get. And yes, it's going to fall apart sooner or later, but it hasn't yet. And that's what counts. Live in the moment. Take the 96 mile an hour sliders uh, while you can before they just completely destroy DeGrom's elbow. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And same record as the Yankees right now. Like. No, they're they're good. This oh, is awesome. the 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 collapsing sky is falling. <laughs> yeah. Going to miss the playoffs, New York Yankees. It's very okay. fun seeing the like different perspectives. The Mets are was it seventy one and thirty nine, and they're like, oh wow, this is the best team since nineteen eighty six. Uncle Stevie, I'd kiss your feet. And you look one step over, and you look at Yankees fans. They're like, a carpet is dead, and Judge is leaving. <laughs> <laughs> and Tyone's walking 2.5 per nine. We're dead. <laughs> They're raising the price of the beers at the New Yankee Stadium again. It's going to be $27 for a small beer. George would never $1 stand for, for this. $1 for every ring. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I don't want the Yankees to clap at this point. Because I think, I think we need a Subway Series to introduce the rest of America to uh, New York-specific uh, cultural oddities, such as the bacon, egg, and cheese sandwich. Yeah, a slice you know, of pizza. Have you guys heard about these bodega things? Do you know what the, you know about these? I hope they let Eric Adams throw the first pitch, and he gets <laughs> out there, and he decides, like, I'm going to do something really cool. Watch this. And he tells the catcher to go stand on first base. He's like, I'm going to do a pickoff throw. <laughs> yeah. He just sends it 20 rows deep. <laughs> he just New York's back, it, baby. Like... <laughs> the first mayor to ever balk. Yeah. 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 <laughs> New York's back. <laughs> we're talking about a subway series which i i uh i refuse to think about at this moment because i've only just recovered from having to watch the houston astros and the atlanta braves wow that, disgusting that, yeah. that, that no, felt I, really flat we're, 
Yeah, we're just killing, <laughs> killing the movie this entire episode. Listen, for, for the folks at home, I had a long day at work, took a nap, and immediately woke up to find that my computer wouldn't turn on. So I am uh, <laughs> on my laptop now. Uh, the vibes, the vibes are off. And let's... then you, and then you get on here, and we're like, let's talk about the Mets. For yeah, I, I don't have much to contribute here. Um, they're good, they're fun, they're hot. Fuck them. Hey, I was with you until that last one. <laughs> I mean, y- y'all are going to be seeing a lot of each other. I think there's like seven games against yes, the Phillies they're... and seven against the Braves, just like all in this month or something close to it. Yeah, the the robot created schedules have really like front loaded the Marlins and back loaded the Phillies. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm just incredibly grateful that the Phillies got the Nationals backloaded, so now we have like nine additional games against them post Soto and Bell after just four games sweeping them. And so. it's going to be so funny when Kiebert Ruiz just like annihilates you guys right at the, in like the last two weeks of the season. Oh yeah, I know it's going to happen. Like Patrick it, Corbin's it, biggest dead cat bounce going seven <laughs> scoreless innings, bringing his ERA down to 650. He's just fueled by rage about the Trump, uh, about the Mar-a-Lago yeah. uh, raid. This is a banana republic. <laughs> <laughs> That's one one of those games coming up this weekend, right? Friday, we're watching. Yeah. We're watching that with our Patreon supporters. If you want to experience we sure are. misery, uh, you can sign up for our Patreon <laughs> on Friday I'm very, night. I'm you can very watch excited. It with us. I'm, I'm, I'm super fully, excited. I'm fully on on Team Mets here. I've I've totally yeah. sold out. Just like uh, yeah, just like everybody on Twitter who uh, is absolutely loving this Edwin Diaz intro, we're gonna do that. <laughs> <laughs> we're, gonna, we're gonna do that intro for steven <laughs> i have Friday seen that night. posted like 14 times now twitter yeah. really wanted everyone to see and it, it was very cool it was, for people who yeah. haven't seen it it's, it's it's him walking up from the um uh from the bullpen to it's like a great little handicam shot uh from the bullpen to the man with the his, his music playing uh and it is really cool but like it i have i have not seen that many accounts like share something that wasn't a shohei otani clip uh, God, probably since like the Utley slide, it feels like it's been ages. So what you're saying is it has to be something involving a Met for it to go viral. <laughs> that is kind of how Twitter works. Yeah. yeah. What I'm gathering here is we're we're reaching the thesis that the Mets are the main characters of the ma- of Major League Baseball. Yeah, always. I, I think yep. so. For yeah. for better or for mostly worse. Yeah. I mean, I do prefer that to the Yankees being the main character. For sure. They're the main villain. Sure, protagonist antagonist, yeah. The in a Jungian Jungian uh hero cycle. Jungian. Yeah, I don't I don't know. Yeah. It's one of those words I only ever read. I don't I don't say it out loud. It's close enough. I believed you. Like no, I'm not a big fan of that of that beer. Like they they donate to Trump and stuff. But okay, so no. <laughs> uh so the Phil so speaking of Phillies and Mets. And while yeah. we've got you here, uh, so we've we recently, you know, had the trade deadline, and one Noah Syndergaard was traded over to the Phillies. Uh, can you can you talk about your your background with him? Because you have like you have some that's I, that's the thing you're you're pretty well known for is uh, is your interactions with with Noah Syndergaard. Yeah, I 
somehow I became the guy known for being bullied by the <laughs> NLE's third best starter at any given moment. Uh, something that either people closer to him say, oh, yeah, of course, or people more distant say, oh, really, is that I have never said a word to the guy that wasn't publicly on the timeline. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He yeah, is, I believe that. He's never reached out to me. He's never said anything other than that. I don't even know if he knows that I'm not 45 and divorced. (laughs) Like, there's a solid chance he's just unplugged enough that he thinks, like, yeah, I'm just bullying this middle-aged man. It's fine. (laughs) I think that would be, that's better than him being in on the joke. He's gotta be in on the bit. I mean, you'd think he is, but are you ever really sure with athletes? The, that's that's the, thing. the thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like it, even the most self-aware of them are still operating on a level. Like the 90% of their brain at any given time is focused on like the the pitch grip. Like even yeah. when they're yeah. not playing the game, their 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 uh mental focus is not necessarily on the dumb bullshit we could get up to on Twitter. Yeah. He's very busy eating like an entire raw deer he just killed with his bare hands. <laughs> he doesn't have time to consider the nuances of Twitter. <laughs> And God bless him for that. Yeah. Like, if only we could all be that pure apart. Someone has to do it. So I, uh, it, he, he got traded to the Phillies. Immediately, he's got a photoshopped picture of him in a Phillies uniform as his profile picture, and the Always Sunny cast as his uh, banner image. Um, but I noticed, being a part of Phillies Twitter, that. Uh, your most recent interaction with him uh, got a lot of attention from people who may not be in on the bit. Uh, how excited are you to to have Phillies fans included in this bit now going forward? Uh, that's actually one of the weird benefits of it is that with him going to L.A. and now with Philly, it's seeing people encounter this for the first time and... Mm-hmm. When he was a Met, that was years and years of building up. But these people seeing it for the first time, they're like, oh, my God, he got him. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I, him. I had I had a, I had a friend in a group chat share that like, oh, dude, he's he's fitting in so well. And I'm like, that's Richard. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> they always do that. Yeah, it does like, kinda, yeah, there were 500 gifts of like the Wolf of Wall Street, one of us thing. I'm like, yes. <laughs> I would like 1% of all jersey sales from this tweet, but, you know. <laughs> it feels like you're owed at least that. No, it does kind yeah. of speak to, like, the provincialism of baseball Twitter, where, like, if you're an A's fan, you're mostly interacting with the A's fans. If you're a Dodger fan, you're mostly interacting with other Dodger fans. And, and I, I think, like, the East Coast teams tend to be a little bit broader, uh, just because there's more of them on Twitter, I think. But uh, it's all very much like their own victims. Sorry, real quick, Lauren, I'm very fascinated that the Oakland Athletics are the first team that you went with there as an example, because I have not thought about them in like a month. I was just going alphabetically, man, straight down, oh, this, straight okay. down the line. <laughs> I'll never interact with other Twins fans. They are uh, some of the <laughs> dumbest people on the internet that I've yeah. ever seen. Like, I like to I imagine they're all just the cast of Fargo. I haven't yeah. actually <laughs> been close enough to tell, but yeah, that's yeah, what yeah. I'm sticking with. I mean, I mean, pretty much. Like, just uh, terrified to actually go into Minneapolis to go to a game. Um, 
usually they have like a Vikings Abbey, which is like the surest sign that oh, you're talking God, to, yes. uh, like just just somebody that's just a, a, a fascist. <laughs> like, just you know, it's a war zone in Minneapolis, go. don't you know? Yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> I wouldn't go in there. <laughs> yeah. They defunded the police. <laughs> yeah, well, D-backs fans are more or less the same way as as the Twins fans in that regard. Uh-huh. No. Not every not every fan base is uh, as uh, uh, erudite, uh, worldly, and, and, <laughs> and erudite as exactly as uh, Yankees and Mets fans. Well, we have the Gun Girl who pooped herself. So, oh, fun. don't give us too oh, she's much. She's a Mets fan. She married a guy who's a Mets fan. Oh, okay. Uh, so it's like she's from like Ohio. Like, yeah, and she yeah. was at like the home run derby last year and like a Mets hat. She's like, Ugh, love my Pete. And oh. every single person in the comments called her like a pants shitting idiot. That's all that's weird is what she deserves being a White Sox fan. Yeah. Well, Pete probably likes her too. He's too nice and pure to do that. He's like a golden retriever that yeah. knows how to hit home runs. I don't think there's any sort of thought in his mind about yeah, that's true. anything related yeah. to politics. Zero except- interiority. Like if you looked at his like Twitter favorites, it would mostly be like Fortnite clips. Yeah, yeah, maybe a little bit of, you know, he gets mad when people post the, the 9-11 thing where he's <laughs> yeah. smashing apart the Twin Towers, but... You know, people you know, died in there. It. That's not funny, guys. <laughs> I tripped where you live. I got your IP address. <laughs> I just sent him another one. He's like, You're, I'm giving this to the Mets front office. Yeah, I'm make, yeah you can never come to City Field again. I love that the Mets front office is where that goes. Yeah. <laughs> Just giving like a printed out picture to Fred Wilpon. Like, <laughs> Sir, have in- you seen this yet? Interrupting Jeff Wilpon, like sexually harassing a pregnant woman. Excuse me. <laughs> you see what they're saying about me online? <laughs> not, not now, Pete. This woman's out of wedlock. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, making me laugh so much that I don't, I don't know like where to go. Again. Why? Yeah. Why is it always the fucking Mets fans that come on and do this to us? Oh, We're God. just better than everyone else, really. That's, it's true. I think you're a lot of fun. The Mets fans are fun. The Phillies fans are fun in their own way, but like, I don't know, like ruthless, uh, yeah. sinister yeah. way. Yeah. I mean. Yeah, yeah. I've I've said multiple times on this podcast that Mets fans and Phillies fans are the same people. They just root for different colors. <laughs> uh, I don't know if that's I, I entirely buy that. I think there's like a, a, a Z axis here on the fandom charts, like how likely a, a, any given fan is to like skin a squirrel for fun. <laughs> and I think Phillies fans are just a little tiny bit more along that axis than Mets fans. Sure. Just a, just a pinch. Like they're not the worst by any means. I think that's probably Braves fans, just like cultural thing. Yeah, but uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I believe that every Mets and Phillies fan is first off ninety percent of them are lawyers for some reason. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and they're either horribly depressed or furious about everything. Lawyers again, yeah, yeah. <laughs> No, I, I uh, th- that that's that's the other like th- that's the y axis on the chart is is like how involved they are in the legal profession. Oh God, yeah. <laughs> we're getting into some fandom psychosabermetrics here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I love that. 
but yeah, no, there, there's, there's a, there's a universal, I think, level of sickness of the mind of baseball fans, committed baseball fans that live on the northeastern seaboard. Yes, um, there are like, a lot of options for what you could spend your time doing, but mm-hmm. you s- choose to spend like 182 days of a regular season watching a something that's absolute garbage 85% of the time. Yeah. 95 if you're an Orioles fan. No, it's weird the cities where you don't really see that phenomenon. Like, uh, it really is just like the upper part of the eastern seaboard. The, the Marlins don't seem to have that same kind of dedication. The Braves no. have their own weird thing going on, but it's not the same vibe. It uh, really is to confine itself to just four or five cities up here. Yeah, there are there are other among them. baseball sickos. It's just that like they manifest differently in other places. Like up here, we're very rude. We're very aggressive. We're very. You're all Lovecraft people up there. Like <laughs> you're all you all have been tainted by little, like little an Boston, evil star. Yeah. That is like, yeah, shining like, yeah, eldritch horror into you. Like, We're all yeah. like part fish people or something. Yeah, exactly. Especially, Again, especially think... the Boston ones. Oh my yeah. god. Yeah, yeah. That that's that's proper New England territory up there. That's like your Vermonters, your Mainers. All of yeah. them are Red Sox fans. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> They're Pats fans first and Red Sox fans second. Yeah. That's yeah. That's that's, yeah. The, that's, that's the unknowable that's horror that they've shit. seen that uh, the human mind can't comprehend. I don't think I could even um, like. I can't even like let my mind get into football like fandom psychosis and try oh, and God, understand so that much stuff, worse. especially in the Northeast yeah. up there. Like no way, I'm I'm you know even though my my sci- my you know scientific studies are incomplete without adding that into there into my analysis, I can't do it. Can't do it. <laughs> oh, all right. Well, um, we have a ton of mailbag, so I'm fine with getting into it really early. Yeah, we, we, we smashed the record here. Yeah, I think so. People okay. want to know. People want to hear from, from, Pe- from Richard about this. Really, really do. Okay. That's um, a damning indictment of your listener base. I think so. <laughs> yeah. No, it's absolutely. great. They pay us to do this, so we, we, yeah. we love them. Yeah. <laughs> we absolutely love them. We love the Mets. <laughs> Subscribe <laughs> to our Patreon. Uh, Mew Yabby on the Discord. What's the mood knowing the Yankees are blowing up and the Mets look more solid? I think we want to, yeah, what's the vibe there in New York? Uh, it would be a sort of something you wouldn't think about as much, but especially when the Mets won both games of the Subway Series mm-hmm. and all the Yankee fans are like, oh, this is your World Series. And you read oh, that God. enough. And you're like, you know what? It is. You yeah. guys suck. <laughs> Francisco Lindor just shat on your team. How does it feel? And... <laughs> It's something that you wouldn't be as aggressive about if they weren't so defensive. Right. But it is very fun, like with the Braves and before that, the Yankees, when they start saying, This is your World Series, count the rings. That's when you hit them with the, Hey, what was the score yesterday? How's it going? (laughs) And it's very gratifying to have that level of power. In all levels of like that sort of fan interaction across sports in general, like, the count the rings is always you're always coming at them from a from a severe position of of loss there and it's just so satisfying to be able to just do the hey what was the score yeah so 
Mm-hmm. There was That's one person, honestly beautiful. My mentions who they were talking about the rings, and I, I said like half of them were won by guys old enough to own slaves, and <laughs> they were so upset. They're like, there was no one on the twenty three Yankees who could own slaves. <laughs> That's enough. That's no more shenanigans, sir. <laughs> I'm not putting up with this horseplay any further. Uh, Babe Ruth was an ally. I won't have you say these sort of things. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, that, it's like the, the Simpsons when he's trying to get the softball ringers and they're all guys who have been dead for like 150 years. Like, mm-hmm. no, that that is like, yeah, that's that's who won all of the Yankees rings. Yeah. Uh-huh. And and like it's one thing like when your team is really good and you get to have those you can have those sparky conversations. It's another one like your team is genuinely on fire like the Mets are. Like I was looking at like the uh-huh. WRC pluses for everyone like September or for July and August. I think it was like everybody with Sterling Marte and James McCann had a WRC plus over like one thirty. It was something stupid like that. Where like everyone is hot right now, right when they needed to most be most be hot. So we yeah, don't speak about James McCann. <laughs> James 185 252 283 stat line McCann you don't, you don't want to get in your feelings with him no I I I think he's on the banned topics of discussion list <laughs> okay. oh, oh I apologize yeah, you, did, you did supply that with us in advance along with it's like on your, your rider yeah yeah with like yeah. The, like we, we, we honored your request for like a giant tub of uh, of red M&Ms we're happy yeah. to uh maintain this as well all right, Ziggy Stardingus, also in the Discord, asks, what was the most surprising thing Mr. Staff learned while writing, researching his Richard Nixon was a Mets sicko article for Defector? Oh, God. Uh, yeah, I forgot to mention, we forgot to mention that. It's an incredible article. Yeah, it's really good. <laughs> truly, truly great writing. Uh, actually, I could give a little nugget of information here that I hadn't released publicly before. Ooh, exclusive. Ooh. There was a exclusive. little rumor that I couldn't really confirm, but Nixon, he likes sitting with the fans and he liked being field level near the Mets dugout. And rumor has it that one time he leaned over the top of the dugout during the game and he called manager Davey Johnson over and Davey Johnson's like, what, what, what's going on? Nixon told him, he said, next week, you're going to Chicago. You're going to play at Wrigley. Do not start Sid Fernandez. I checked the weather. There's going to be a lot of high winds, and he gives up a lot of home runs. Don't do it. David Johnson was like, okay. Thank you, Mr. President. I, I got to get back to managing a game. <laughs> yeah, that is one of those things where, like, if you don't take his advice, you do wonder if he still has a couple shooters that, like, aren't, aren't in retirement yet. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, like what 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 horrible thing was Roger Stone gonna do to you? Like <laughs> if you didn't comply there. What horrible things is are, is Roger Stone gonna do to Sid Fernandez? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Walking into his hotel room and finding a and a gaggle of hitmen with Richard Nixon tattoos between the shoulder blades. <laughs> no, that's that's wonderful. Batting around exclusive. Love that. Uh okay. <laughs> Dukas Luda says, stealing a question from a previous distraction episode, what are some of staff's least favorite Mets of all time? Uh, oh, boy, there are a lot of them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, I guess I'd say, like, the second uh, tenure of Jose Reyes was up there mm-hmm. because 
not only was he not good, he was actually horrible, but we all had to dance around the fact he threw his wife into a sliding glass door. Jesus. And it was just very odd how he was positioned as like, oh, Jose Reyes is back. Didn't you miss him? And it's like, yeah, but he's like six years older and has a domestic violence conviction to his name now. I, You don't yeah. have to give him 115 games played in 2017. Yeah, no, I remember when he like got picked up again. And, and like there was that weird, like I remember like management and the PR people all being like, this is this is great. This, this is what the fans want. And then I remember the reaction from the fans on the you know pr- fairly progressive corner of Twitter that I was on, we're being like, oh, do we? Is that like, are we sh- like, this is really the guy we want playing shortstop at age like third thirty three? Like this is this is what what these are the cards we have to play here? Like, yeah, it was it was very odd because they talk about oh you know the Mets signed Jose Reyes last June. It's like why how. How'd they manage to get him as a free agent? Care to elaborate? <laughs> it's always a lot of fun when uh, the the horrible assholes who are um, violent against women and shouldn't be playing at all are also bad and yet still get spots on the team. Mm-hmm. I I decided to, against my better judgment, I went to baseball reference here and... He played in 110 games in 2018. Reyes hit 189, 260 on base, 320 slugging awesome. with five yeah. steals. Great. That's, you, well, that's a gamer. That's a lunch <laughs> nine to five. Yeah. They kept him around for all that just so he could be on like David Wright's retirement tour in September. Good Lord. Good Lord. Beautiful. Mets won 77 games that season. Beautiful. any anyone else or is that gonna that gonna take up your least favorite met of all time i think back end jose reyes is probably my least favorite okay you got any other honorable mentions here dishonorable mentions uh i really didn't enjoy watching jay bruce but then at a certain point i felt bad for him so (laughs) i came around on him and then how that happens sometimes yeah yeah And then beyond that, you could really pick, like, James Loney. He was dreadful. Uh, Alejandro de Aza, he was pretty bad. Just pretty much any, like, over-the-hill weirdo the Mets decided to give $5 million and five starts a week is someone I ended up hating. (laughs) Now... Why? Why does the name James Loney stuck stick in my head so well? I I definitely didn't watch him play for the Dodgers or Rays. Probably just because he was in the Adrian Gonzalez, Carl Crawford, Josh Beckett oh, deal. That is why. Okay. And then he was just one of those guys that never lived up to it. That makes sense. Okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, at rolls on Chavez. Do you think Chris Sabo's goggles really helped him see? Yes. They helped him see things we, as normal people, couldn't comprehend. <laughs> Into the infrared spectrum and, like, yeah. uh, other otherworldly. 
creatures on Earth. Yeah, that's why he retired so young. He retired when he was like 33, and it's because he could no longer handle the burden of seeing all these atrocities before him. <laughs> you just look up like the ownership group up in the, up in their skybox, and it would just like it would just be like the, they'd be the lay, they live monsters. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I mean, that one you can see without the glasses, too. That's just that's but, yeah. what the Wilpons looked like. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah he saw Marge shot, and that was it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Even took off the goggles to make sure. He's like, oh, am I really seeing this? It's Rubbing like, yeah. his eyes, yeah. 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 yeah, the Nazi chick is just letting her dog shit on the field. That actually happened. <laughs> yeah, she's just blasting cigs out on uh, out on the field, yeah. Uh, <laughs> All right, here's uh here's where we get into like our real like rogues gallery of question askers here. So when we put out the question or out the call for questions, um said that you were going to be on the show, Bobby Wagner just said no. Um but then okay. said just kidding. My question is, what does it feel like to be the most successful bot account on Mets Twitter? <laughs> uh it feels awful that I am <laughs> I am one of the more famous representatives of this uh, Jonestown group of sad and angry people. <laughs> it's a burden I carry every day. Yeah. <laughs> Being Richard Staff is my version of the Chris Sabo goggles. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, Nick Stellini asks, did Helen Ruth have that dog in her? No, and that's why Babe Ruth was justified <laughs> I think we need to explain that one to people who might not yeah. be as, as quite into the uh, yeah, baseball Twitter. <laughs> oh, oh, I don't know if I'm the right person. To do I, I'm I don't not wanna, the right person. I don't want to explain uh, that one. <laughs> I, I, I hate to say this, but I, I think I am the right person. <laughs> uh, I forget what it was. It was some like Hall of Fame discourse or something that was going on and yeah. just one asshole yeah yeah justin verlander's weird brother ben yes that uh, weirdo. yeah he was responding to someone about something maybe like barry bonds and his character clause issues yeah and he was like well right. you know babe ruth killed his poor wife helen in a house fire but y'all aren't <laughs> ready for that conversation <laughs> and people in the replies were like what the fuck are you talking about? Yeah. She was like killed in a house fire in Boston eight years after they divorced while he was playing in like St. Louis. Yeah. And he's like, well, you know, uh, I'm not a criminal investigator. I'm just giving you the facts here. I'll let you make your own conclusion. I'm not a criminal investigator. I'm just a very famous man's brother. Yeah. I'm just yeah. Ben Verlander. Yeah. I like yeah. I like that he worded it like a like a resistance lib. Here's the exact yeah. tweet. I found the exact tweet. Uh, looks like it was from about January 26th of this year. Woke up thinking about how Babe Ruth set his poor wife Helen on fire. <laughs> yet the moral gatekeepers <laughs> are keeping Barry Bonds, the greatest hitter of all time, out of the Hall of Fame. Up yours, moral gatekeepers. <laughs> well, well... <laughs> Oh my god. Someone sent this story to Jordan Peterson. Yeah. Right? <laughs> you know, it was it was a really disappointing to see that they're ignoring the plight of Babe Ruth's poor wife Helen. <laughs> Burned alive in a house fire. He killed her. 
All right. <laughs> I gotta say, when I first when I first figured found out uh, what Jordan Peterson actually sounded like, it was like my brain was breaking for a second. Oh yeah, no, that was a great day. He sounds like a character from Letter Kenny trying to do a Kermit accent. I'm I'm gonna um I'm gonna make the the Jordan Peterson video of where he thinks that he solved the um, Israel Palestine problem. But uh, with Phillies and Mets fans, like (laughs) Phillies fans, make a pen pal in in New York. Find someone from the other fan base that you could call a friend. (laughs) It's so cool, especially since like a bunch of major league players like him. And this is like a a manly sport. And these people with giant muscles whose entire job is to hit a ball hard with a stick. And they go into the clubhouse after the game. They put on their headphones. And it's just a guy like, it's okay to cry sometimes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we all have bad days. And that's what keeps them going. Yeah. There's, yeah. there's definitely a lot of, like, Jordan Peterson talked about in bullpens around the league. Like, yeah. Yeah, for sure. Hearing the audio books. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> for sure. Yeah. No, I would love to hear Jordan Peterson call, like, do, do like, color commentary on a game. Oh, God, that'd be beautiful. <laughs> and just, like, spotting the psychic dragon inside of the pitcher. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sensing a dark cloud over Sean Doolittle. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely crying when the first time he looks at Mr. Redlegs. Like... <laughs> His body houses an evil that should not be awoken. <laughs> an ancient evil. <laughs> Eldritch horrors. Beyond comprehension. Yeah. Kinda have to side with him on that one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You might you might have a point on that one. Uh. <laughs> I think canonically Mr. Redlegs fucked Mrs. Met. Mm-hmm. Oh, I've been saying that for ages. They're swingers. Yeah. yeah. Uh when the All-Star game was in Kansas City in two thousand uh 12 i think every mascot in the league took a turn posting a, a picture of mrs met on their timeline no and said like at mr met thanks for sharing her we had fun oh no <laughs> <laughs> oh god just a mascot key party oh yeah. i think we've i think we've made that joke before with yeah. we've definitely made and, that joke before yeah, the, 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 the keys are from the bullpen carts yeah we've definitely <laughs> we, made that joke before we talk too often about both um uh, horniness and mascots for us to not have covered that before. Yeah, 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 definitely. <laughs> Cooper Lund, he's got two. This is like the only time I'll let people have two questions because there, there's some heavy hitters here. Cooper Lund says, uh, do you think the Mets don't hit well during DeGrom starts because the lack of balls in play makes them bored? Yes, it's uh, it's the Little League sort of idea where when a pitcher's too good, you end up like picking up dandelions and yeah. kicking grass and throwing it up to see which way the wind blows. And it really throws them off. Pete Alonzo is a, a beautiful little golden retriever boy, and he <laughs> needs constant just stimuli to react to. If you don't give it to him, he right. shuts down. Like you just look up and he's just like wandering around in the, in the outfield, like way out of position, talking to a fan. Yeah, like that clip of Trump outside the White House where he just sort of wanders in a circle on the lawn. <laughs> That's what Jacob deGrom does to poor Pete Alonso. That's fair. Yeah. All right, and then Cooper's second question is, fuck, Mary kill, Gary, Keith, and Ron. Uh, 
you have to fuck Keith. That mm-hmm. that feels like a given. Mm-hmm. And uh, I feel like Ron, you probably marry because he was, dude. He was on the cover of like GQ magazine. Yeah, yeah something you sure. have to take into consideration. And unfortunately, that leaves Gary being killed. But uh, we'll move on. We'll, <laughs> as a society, we'll live. I'm I'm googling Ron Darling career earnings. Give me a second here. Let's let's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Seventeen, yeah, eighteen mil career. Yeah, that's that's that a marry. Yeah. Because you can't marry Keith. No. No, no holding Keith down like no, that. No, no way. <laughs> I think that's my answer too. Yeah, yeah. I think we got it. I love being correct. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> okay. Then we got here. Uh, Bring to noise says uh, hi. I would like to know if Rich has ever considered how he would look in a traditional court jester's outfit. I've considered that actually a lot. Really, more than you'd think. How does that, wasn't that thought good. come to your mind? Like, wasn't like, that weren't you bestowed a title? That's the, right. I was in that one article written about me. I was called the Jester King of Mets Twitter. Wow! <laughs> Truly an honor, Your Highness. Do you do you Thank feel you. like I, I I feel like it, it's odd to give you like an ancient title when you know we have comedians and. Uh, uh, Plenty of like contemporary terms for funny people. Did, did yeah. was I would if it was me, I'd be personally a little bothered that like I my sense of humor was considered medieval in some way. <laughs> I like to call myself uh, an e clown, where yeah, I sort yeah. Of, yeah, I show up, I honk my digital nose, I make the <laughs> wife joke, and people are happy. <laughs> Jarrett did say like well so bring to noise then then did say happy to draw a picture of what it might look like for reference and then Jarrett said well now you have to and so we've got the picture uh can you confirm that this that this is what you would look like it's almost photorealistic really (laughs) (laughs) you have a little bag of tricks here this is no this is a wonderful drawing thank you so much that's my that's my e-clown uh tools Mm -hmm. (laughs) yeah <laughs> just a, a little little bag of stuff like there. So it's like, yeah. what what would be in there? Just like powders and little gags, little doodads, yeah. little routines, bits. Yeah. Little red little, nose. You got the uh, the divorce the papers, handshake. Oh, the buzzer. <laughs> yeah, divorce papers. You want a piece of gum? <laughs> I got you. <laughs> the 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 flower. Yeah. Twitter. Yeah, you're Twitter like the Jack is. Nicholson Joker. Yeah, there's a comically large pistol that when I shoot it, it just says bang. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, that you got to have that. And you have killed a lot of people. Yeah, you are very. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I that's what makes it fun is that like one out of every 10 times it is just a real gun. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Sometimes there is just a bullet in there. Yeah, that's what happened to Jed Lowry. That's why you didn't see him for two years. Okay, um, Fred from Honolulu, who I think is my personal favorite question asker that we get on a somewhat regular basis here, has several questions. All right, first, um, he says, rank the Mets beat writers from most Italian to least Italian. That is incredibly easy. Number one <laughs> is Anthony DiComo. Mm-hmm. Yep, just and right number, there in the name. Yeah, Number two yeah. is 
just the entire pack. There is nobody <laughs> compares to him. He is the only beat writer who got into who got Marcus Stroman into trouble for saying anti-Italian American slurs. Wait, what? Do you not remember this? No. no. In the rest of the country, that's not something you can actually get in trouble for. That's only you guys. Oh, man. Yeah. It was uh, uh it was like late last off season and Marcus Stroman liked a tweet while he was doing his free agency hunt that just said Anthony DeComo is a WAP. <laughs> and it, uh, it was it was a pretty big deal apparently and uh, I think Stroman instead of apologizing he just said Mark Kareg of The Athletic doctored that photo and such a tweet never existed and he's too busy vibing to hold racist feelings towards the Italian Americans of the world. <laughs> and the fun part about all of this is that, uh, Oh, actually I could stick this in the chat and that is the tweet that Stroman liked. But, uh, <laughs> uh, the funniest part is that at the Italian American <laughs> baseball committee or whatever that winter, where they do like Italian stuff and they're like, hey, remember Tommy Lasorda? And everyone sort of claps. Uh, <laughs> it's that uh, Anthony DeComo was there. And when they brought him up on stage, they introduced him as Marcus Stroman's favorite Italian, Anthony DeComo. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, my God. That's beautiful. Yeah, I wonder they were able to put that behind them. Yeah. yeah. He's great. He's. He's just like twisted enough after spending 15 years covering the Mets that he sort of understands me. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Like a gnarled tree, but yeah. on the inside. <laughs> Holy shit. Uh, and then his follow up here um, Are you secretly a South Shore cop who hates his job? No comment on that one. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. I, my minor saying was like 90% of Mets fans are secretly off-duty police officers, yes. Members of the yeah. NYPD. Yeah. Or occasionally FDNY. Yeah. No, Maybe like fire one cops. fireman. Yeah. yeah. It's Dennis Leary. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Rescue me from the Mets bullpen. <laughs> yeah. Well, you had a chance to beat the cop allegations. It's too bad you're not taking it. All right. Then um, Fred's last one here. Uh, most satisfying place to watch a fight break out after a loss in city, the 400s smoking slash exit ramp or the memorial bricks outside while people are looking for their dead grandpa's name in the dark with their cell phone flashlight. Uh, they're all good for different reasons. The ramps out <laughs> are really good. Yeah, the ramps yeah. are really good because that's where emotions are at their highest. You're just leaving. And that's when people do their chants like let's go Mets or brave suck or whatever. And if someone gets knocked out they're on a ramp so they roll down yeah and that's a big plus for that and i'm a big fan of the bricks because there's something very special about seeing a braves fan get crumpled over <laughs> like a brick that says love you gram gram yeah <laughs> like just a 
gushing head wound <laughs> over someone's tribute to their grandfather and a little plaque commemorating Andy Chavez's catch. <laughs> right, you put blood on the stones. Yeah, that's what you want to see. Yeah. 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 Is there a particular point in, in City Field where like... You, because I'm fascinated by by stadium crushing deaths, and I think it would be it would be fun mm. to see those in baseball from time to time. Is there like a particular point in City Field where you you would like maximize your opportunity in like a really packed scenario, stadium scenario, where maybe we could get a Braves fan crushed to death? Uh that's the one bad part about City Field is everything is fairly spaced out in terms of how it's built, and anywhere you would get a pretty solid crushing death. Uh, there's always just a direct line to the stadium or like onto mm. the field. Like you think maybe you could get something good at the Coca-Cola corner, but if you try doing a crush, you just end up spilling bodies onto the right field warning track and it doesn't have the same effect. No, not nearly as fun. So I'm, so we really need to pack them in there for the uh, Subway World Series is what we're hearing. Yeah, uh, you know what? Maybe the ramps, because they're all enclosed and there's no easy way out. If you shove like 2,000 sweaty, angry New Yorkers in there, there's a solid <laughs> chance one of them is going home in like a tuna can. <laughs> Excellent. Let, I'm looking forward to October more than ever. <laughs> oh, God, I need that so bad. Huh? It's all fun and games until the one in the tuna can is me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll make sure you get a ticket. Uh... <laughs> all right, that's all we got for questions. Uh, some great, great questions there, uh, <laughs> Richard. Thank you, thank you so much for joining us. Do you have anything that you want to uh, that you want to plug? Uh, unfortunately, it's mostly just my Twitter, but I don't know <laughs> if I could recommend that to people. That feels rude, saying like, "Oh, <laughs> here, enjoy these tweets." Except well, my digital slop. If if you own, I will. I think you're one of the funniest guys on Twitter. Absolutely. Uh, even like not for Mets fans, you're you, you you have more and better zingers than I think virtually anybody else in baseball Twitter. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. I will tell the the hordes of of weirdos who follow us to follow Richard Staff on Twitter. Absolutely. I'm glad the ten dollars I slipped you before the show to plug me wasn't in vain. <laughs> Dude, I'll do it for like hot sauce. Money, actual money's yeah. fantastic. Oh, now you tell me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. Well, I have a couple things. One, uh, yeah, sign up for our Patreon. We will have bonus episodes coming out very, very soon here. I think we're going to record one uh, right now. And then uh, also sign up because on Friday, you can watch the Mets play the Phillies with us on Friday night. You can watch Steven endure that. Uh, you can you can hop on there and talk to him, you know, make make him listen to you, uh, <laughs> talk like during. This I am a human game. being with agency, and I have the ability to no. leave the no. the li- no. watch along at any. Not point. when not when not when Eddie Hogg can come on here and give us five dollars. <laughs> no, you're not. <laughs> but come on, there, it's gonna be fun. All the watch alongs have been really great, even when we're watching a fucking Orioles Reds game. In I August. can't believe we I can't believe a we did that and B people actually showed up. Yeah, and they and liked it. It was fun. <laughs> I had a good time too. Uh and then also uh you can go listen to me on QAnon Anonymous. 
where I did a transvestigation episode, an entire goddamn episode on it, 70 minutes of me talking about transvestigation. When we talked about transvestigation on the show here, uh, it went over really well. People really liked it. And people really like this QAnon Anonymous episode. So you can go you can go listen to me on there. It was, it was a lot of fun. Yeah, I, I can vouch for the episode. It was a lot of fun. Yeah. Worth the uh the the small change you kick over to those guys over there. So yeah. uh and their stuff is good too. So yeah. 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 Good work on on Jane's part and uh just generally QAnon Anon's It's a good general show. stuff. Yeah, definitely. All right. Well thank you for listening everybody. Keep an eye out for bonus episodes on the Patreon feed later this week. All right, bye.